Welcome to the Songwriter Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Vidala, and we're going to talk about music theory, lyric writing, creative productivity, inspiration, and more. I'm super excited to have you here, so let's dive into the episode. Hello, friend. Welcome to the Songwriter Theory Podcast. As always, I am Joseph Vidala, and I am hosting. I'm the only one talking. You are... Probably, hopefully listening, because if you're not listening, what is the point of listening to this podcast, right? Background noise? If you just want background noise, you should probably get some... There's lots of apps out there for white noise. Just saying. So, hopefully you're here to learn about songwriting. And today, we are talking about storytelling in your songwriting. Now, not all songs are going to be... Uh, stories. Some songs are much more uh, story-like than others, but at the end of the day, um, stories and songs both take you on a journey of sorts. Um, Now, a story song is very much going to have all of the elements of a story that we're going to talk about, Um, but even stories that aren't story songs are still going to take you on some sort of journey from A to B or A to Z, however you want to see it. So we're going to run through all of the main uh, five parts to a story and how they can relate to your songwriting. And, you know, no matter what your song is, you should certainly be thinking about these parts If you are writing a story song, right, like a song that is very much telling a story, like telling the story of someone's life or telling the story of someone coming to terms with their diagnosis of cancer or or telling the story of someone who overcomes um, adversity to find success or the story of someone learning to accept and love themselves um, for the appearance they have rather than desiring to look like someone else. Um, you know, whatever it is, you may have a song that is very much a story like that. Um, or you may have a song that has some aspects of a story. And regardless, uh, this should be helpful to you in any of your songwriting. So let's dive in. The first part to a story is the setting. Now, setting... Of all the parts we're going to talk about, setting is probably the most... um, Unless it's a story song, and even if it is a story song, you may not need this. But it is still something worth considering because a setting, right is where something takes place. Now, I would argue, you know, so, for example, if the per- the char- main character in your story, if you are the main character of your story and you live in Georgia, the setting of Georgia is probably unimportant, right? Heartbreak doesn't feel different in Georgia than it does in Massachusetts, Cancer doesn't feel different in California than it does in, um, I don't know, India. 
right? Like, I, I mean, it might depending on healthcare and other things, but you know what I mean? Like setting in that sense might not be relevant where if you were, you know, had a book or a movie, you're going to describe some of the scenery and stuff very differently from, you know, Georgia to Washington to, to outer space even. Right. But it is still good to use some imagery or descriptors to show instead of tell. So one of the most important concepts in writing in good writing is show, don't tell, right? Show me how this broken character has redeeming qualities. Don't tell me, don't tell me, well, he's nice because like, don't tell me that. Show me, show him having some mercy on an innocent child, so you know he has something redeeming within him. Don't tell me. Don't tell me, yep, once he saved a child, he must be a good person. Like, that's a horrible book. I don't want that. Nobody wants to read that crap. Show, don't tell. And that's very true in our songwriting as well, to show and not tell. And setting is really step one, right? What's the setting? Where are we? All right, now tell me a story. And we can implement that same idea by opening our song with something very full of imagery or something that is very sort of creates the setting with an image of some sort. Um, like I have a song that the first line is gazing skyward, wishing you'd find me. Now that's not, you know, I don't know what state you're in. I don't know anything, anything about it. But based on context, gazing skyward, wishing you'd find me. I barely remember you. Um, you're fading away. Now I'm questioning that. But um, and then something later in the song, it, it implies that it's starry. So the image you should be getting from that is is somebody staring up at the sky into the starry sky, and that's not an over-the-top image or anything, right? Like, there's no deeper symbolism to that. But it's it helps to, like, give you sort of a feeling of the... It, it gives you an image to go off of, right? Now you have a picture of someone, probably a man, because I'm a guy and I'm singing, um, gazing up at the sky, wishing that someone would find him. Now, you don't know what that's about yet, but... The setting is there, right? Man outside looking skyward. So opening with some sort of image really helps color the rest of the song, right? Like, what is it? Is it nighttime? That's going to ha- set a different tone of the song than if it's it's daylight or sunrise, right? Or maybe the room is yellow, right? And that's going to set the tone compared to a room that's blue or maybe you know a storm is coming in the clouds are gray you know like there are a ton tons of ways to set the stage for your song early on by giving something that has imagery right you're showing the listener um i i hesitate to say the setting of your song it can be a setting right um but you're sort of setting the tone with images, which is something that we can learn from setting 
in a story. Number two, characters. For a song, we're mostly probably only messing with a protagonist and antagonist. Right? You're, you probably don't have too many side characters in your songs, right? So, the protagonist. What is a protagonist? Well, they protag, as they say. They're the one that um, has the clear goal or conflict. They're the one that is usually the same as the main character. So in this case, the protagonist usually is going to be uh, whoever's perspective you're taking as the singer of the song. Probably. Or maybe you are singing a song from the third person, talking about someone else, right? You're talking about a, a uh, I don't know, a woman going through a, a horrible trial of, of abuse or something, right? So now the protagonist is the woman that's going through the abuse, and she probably has a goal, and she's trying to achieve that goal, which is probably to escape the abuse or, you know, whatever it is. Um, so that's the protagonist, right? It's usually the voice of your song. It might be you singing it. Most often, probably uh, the protagonist is just the singer. It's the you are probably playing your own character, right? The song is from your perspective. Um, but like I said, sometimes we sing in the third person, t- telling someone else's story. Which gives you some different narrative options. It can be fun to play with that. Sometimes taking the perspective of the person. Um, so taking the perspective of the woman in the abusive relationship is going to look very differently in a song than you telling the story of that woman. Um, which is something to think about. Why you might choose each one would be a whole nother conversation. But something worth thinking through which one you want to do whether you want to take the perspective of that protagonist or tell the story of the protagonist. First person or third person. Protagonist usually has a clear goal or conflict. Right? So maybe your your goal is to find a significant other because you're looking for love. Right? Maybe your maybe your goal is to fight back depression. Maybe your goal is to reach a level of success that the world will never allow you to have, right? The, uh, so many goals are out there. Um, so think about it. What is the goal of the character in your song, whether that's you or whatever? Like, what is, what is it that, that, where is it, what is that B that your A is trying to achieve, right? Like, if your song goes on a journey from A to B, and A is where you start out. Like, what what is that B? What is that final goal that um, the voice of your song is trying to achieve? Now, maybe they don't get that goal, right? The good guy doesn't always win in the end. The protagonist, who might not be a good guy, uh, doesn't always win in the end. But uh, they do always have a goal or a conflict. Antagonist can be another character right you can have a like for example a breakup song often the antagonist is the person who broke up with you right they are the villain of that story usually um you know and and often the antagonist is going to be 
not a person, right? Like for me personally, I tend to write a lot of songs that we're going to get into conflict, but I tend to write a lot of person versus self and person versus um, fate, person versus society. I tend towards more those than I do person versus person, especially person versus self uh, and person versus uh, fate, I guess. But I, I don't really do much with person versus person. Um, but we're all going to be different in that way. And, and so the antagonist can be the same as your protagonist in a sense, right? It can be your own mind, right? If you're, if you are writing a song that is about your own struggle with, I don't know, some form of temptation, right? That temptation within yourself can actually be the antagonist, right? Because the antagonist is what or who is working against the protagonist's goals. So in person versus self, or like the example I just gave, you're, you are um, going up against your own temptation that is within yourself, within your own spirit, it's where your temptation is coming from. That is working against your goals. Your goal is to not be tempted into that uh, unhealthy relationship or something else that may be a temptation that you're dealing with in your song. So an example of a way to sort of Utilize thinking about protagonists and antagonists and as a way to sort of subtly make a song that on the surface is not saying something totally new, but shifting around perspectives to make it a little more interesting and different is I have a song called Whispers of Angels. Now, usually, as I talked, as just mentioned before, our breakup song, right, the protagonist is usually yourself and the antagonist is usually the person who did the breaking up with. But in this song, Whispers of Angels, the protagonist is me, person being broken up with. The antagonist is actually um, symbols, the angels, but those angels symbolize uh, family members and friends who are of of the significant other who broke up with me. Um, and the whole concept is, well, you know, family and friends, obviously they want what's best for her, so obviously she should listen to them, right? Um, and the whole song is questioning that. You know, are they really looking out for your best interests or are they looking out for their own? You would think that your parents and your friends are looking out for your best interest, you would hope, but I'm questioning that in the song Whispers of Angels. So actually in that song, even though it in a sense is a breakup song, that's really what it's about. That's a, you know, when you listen to it, you, you don't think, oh, this is a breakup song. It's because it's, it's written with lots of symbols and tells a story um, where basically uh, I use the symbol of a little girl for the person who broke up with me, um, to, to really emphasize that 
that in this story, the angels tempt her away and she is an innocent bystander. So really the antagonist is not the person who broke up with me in this song. The antagonist is those, those friends and family members. She's just an innocent bystander. Just a little girl in this song. The symbol that I use for her. Used for her. This, this song's like 10 years old now. That's not true. This song is, let me think, I was probably 20 when I wrote it. I'm just turned 27. Yeah, so it's probably seven years old. Anyway, so that, right, is a new, different way of, of looking at a, a breakup song, right? Because usually the antagonist is going to be the person who broke up with you. In this case, it's not. Maybe the antagonist in your breakup song can actually be yourself. You realize you were the problem in the relationship, and you end up being, you know, so for example, maybe the breakup happens because of things you did and the person, the thing that is in the way of your goals, which is to maintain the relationship was actually yourself, right? So that's the antagonist who or what is working against the protagonist's goals. So just thinking about different protagonists versus antagonists and maybe switching up what the protagonist or the antagonist of your song is can really be uh, a good way to have a new perspective on some old concepts. Because a lot of these things are universal, right? Like, like the concept of loss of love is a very universal concept. The concept of, you know, there's a reason that conflict in stories can be boiled down into like several different categories, person versus person, person versus self, person versus fate slash God, person versus nature, person versus society. And even with that, we're starting to like, like person versus society is basically person versus more than one person, right? Or, I mean, society as a whole is different than just the combination of people, but that's, that's getting in the nitty gritty, right? Like there's only so many conflicts, categories of conflicts. Um, there's nothing new under the sun, right? So just thinking through changing up and, um, having a fresh take on a protagonist and antagonist in your story can help make your song that much more interesting. So number three, every story has a plot or a story arc, right? Which basically comes to this setup, rising action, climax, and resolution, right? Setup is where you're setting up what the story is. The rising action is, you know, tension is building and building and, you know, you're building up more and more for that final battle or the mystery keeps, you know, it, at every turn it gets more and more mysterious what is going on. And then the climax is the big reveal or the climax is the big fight in the superhero movie or Star Wars movie or whatever. Um, and then resolution where whatever the conflict was, is resolved. Maybe the protagonist wins. Maybe the protagonist loses. Maybe it's somewhere in between. That's up for you to decide. But that's a basic plot, right? That's a basic story arc. And we can use that in our song, right? Your setup. It's usually happening in your first verse, right? You're setting up, you're setting the stage for the song, for the story you're about to tell, for the emotional journey you're about to take someone on, for the 
for the um, conceptual journey that you're taking them on. Setup usually happening in your first verse. Rising action often starts in your first chorus, right? Or maybe uh, your first chorus just sort of visits the theme and then the rising action really picks up in the second verse. Climax is often either going to be in your choruses, maybe, or in a bridge. Often, I think the bridge can work as a great climax. Um, If you use the finale that I love using, which if you don't know what that is, it's just a term I give for... uh, Basically, it's like a bridge, but it comes at the end of the song, and it's... It's not like a second chorus because it's totally different, but it's meant to be like you thought the chorus was the most epic, big, uh, interesting part of the song or the main theme of the song. But then I hit you with what the real biggest part of the song, most important part of the song is right at the end. And then I don't repeat it. Uh, And it's a good way to sort of leave the listener like wanting more because they're like, oh, I just got to the best part of the song and now the song's over. Um, I think I did a whole podcast on finales. If not, I will, because I love them. I think they are a great tool in songwriting that are very underutilized. Um, I, oh, I did have a podcast about all different song parts, I think, and I did cover that one. Go check that out. I don't remember which one it is. But you have eyes. You can go find it if you desire. So... Number four, so number one, setting. Number two, characters, especially protagonists and antagonists. Number three, plot and story arc. Number four, conflict. We sort of covered this with protagonists and antagonists, right? Because for the most part, conflict is the main conflict is between the protagonist and the antagonist. Um, so the conflict is what drives the story forward, right? A conflict is what... Um, makes a song interesting, right? If there's no conflict, it's not interesting, right? Like, it might be the conflict within yourself, right? If it's you talking about dealing with temptation, you dealing with depression, you dealing with whatever. Uh, might be person versus person. You're just so pissed off at your boss that you're like, man, I, I gotta, you know, I'm gonna write this angsty song about how much I dislike my boss or something, right? Maybe that's, maybe that's your thing, which I'm sorry if you have a bad boss. I have been pretty blessed with bosses overall. Um, so, you know, again, person versus person. So you versus your boss, you versus somebody who broke up with you, you versus someone who's standing in your way of what you want. Maybe, you know, you versus that other person that's interested in the girl you're interested in or interested in the guy you're interested in. Person versus self, uh, you know, dealing with temptation, dealing with uh, mental illness, dealing with... um, you know, your own imposter syndrome, dealing with writer's block, right? Like all of these sort of things sort of fall into person versus self, person versus fate or God, right? Like dealing with uh, the idea that you can die whenever and there's nothing you can do about it, right? Someday a car might hit you and you're dead and that's just like there's nothing you can do about that. You can't possibly know beforehand. You can't possibly stop it. That's just the way of the world, 
Uh, so that's sort of person versus fate slash God, right? Because again, perspective, uh, do you think God decided to terminate your life when the gar- car hit you or just some more abstract concept of fate? Are you blaming God uh, or are you blaming just fate? Uh, person versus nature, right? So... Nature could be in the form of a bear trying to eat you, or it could be you're lost in the wilderness and starving, or a giant storm at sea, right? There's lots of different ways that person versus nature can look. And keep in mind, these could be symbolic too, right? Like you could write a whole song that is a story of a man alone at sea, fighting a storm right like not physically fighting a storm but you know he's on the sea and he's trying to get his boat to not sink through a horrible storm so that's person versus nature but really the whole thing is an analogy and symbolism for your own inner struggles so really the conflict is person versus self so you can almost have two different conflicts right you have the symbolic concept or the symbolic conflict which in this case would be person versus nature, right? It's a man versus uh, the storm. But really it's symbolic for your own person versus self-conflict. So you can combine these, part of the beauty of symbolism. You get to play with more parts in a way. You get to, you get to, um, ah, I love symbolism, but symbolism just allows you to tell like two stories within one story using two different stories to tell one story in a way because you have the symbolic story and then you have this story that your symbols are trying to tell if that makes sense Uh, person versus society right if you feel there's this pressure from society certain body standards that you need feel the need to follow for certain beauty standards right that you feel society imposes on you if you feel that based on your um based on your gender or race or something else that society expects certain things of you um person versus unknown um this can be tied with fate in some ways, but, uh, you know, person versus unknown is, is very common in science fiction and horror, right? Like just the unknown of what's going to happen. Uh, but, um, within, within your, your, your songs, the unknown, um, can be similar to fate, right? Like you versus the unknown, your own unknown fate or you versus the unknown of whether or not you will be successful at something or you know you versus the unknown you're exploring a new forest and it's symbolic for something else or you really are you know it you decided to go to Yosemite and go to some part where there's no other people and you are just wildernessing it. Uh, and yes, I know wildernessing is not a word, but just said it. It's midnight, so you're going to have to get over it. That's what my vocabulary comes comes to if I, I, I didn't have uh, some coffee tonight to help propel me. So forgive 
forgive some of the tiredness. And person versus tech and machines is becoming popular, especially with um, science fiction. I don't think that that really is a common conflict in songs, but worth noting. So, again, storytelling with your songwriting. You have setting, characters, plot or story arc, conflict, and then finally, theme. This is what your song is all about. It's what a story is all about. It's the message, if you will. And, you know, not I, I've, I've said before, not every song really needs to have a theme. You can just tell a story and le- let the theme be up to the listener. Right? And in a sense, it's always going to be up to the listener unless you, like, lay it out, which... Don't do that, because show, don't tell, right? Don't tell the listener, by the way, the main point here was people suck, right? Like, don't do that. Um, Let the listener come to their own conclusion. Trust the listener to be intelligent enough to get what you're saying. And even if they don't, hey, it's not on you. Um, So theme, what it's all about. You don't always have to have a theme. Sometimes a theme exists and you didn't even mean to. You were just telling a story and a theme just happened to arise out of it. But sometimes it's good to think of a theme or a message. Like a couple of podcasts back, I talked about the awesome BoJack Horseman episode, uh, which is common because BoJack Horseman is incredible. The penultimate, second-to-last episode, The View from Halfway Down, and the poem, The View from Halfway Down, which blew my mind. And I changed a song of mine's theme and and totally reworked the little bit of lyrics I had um, and started writing in a new direction where I realized that a song that originally the working title was Legacy, and it was going to be about a man on his deathbed sort of coming to terms and or trying to come to terms with the idea that it's too late now um, and wondering what his legacy will be. And I think the lyric that I had that most captured that was, but will you smile when you remember me? Um, but then, because of the BoJack Horseman episode, the view from halfway down, just for a little background, don't worry, not a spoiler. I uh, highly recommend the show, though. Go check it out. Um, it gets raunchy and stuff, but the... Uh, it's just a very insightful look into depression and stuff like that. Anyway, um, the view from halfway down is about, uh, and specifically the poem that's read is about a character who, you know, wanted to commit suicide all the way until even being on the bridge and deciding to jump, right? They're on this bridge really high up and they decide to jump to commit suicide. But you get this interesting insight that at the end, you know, they were wondering about the view from halfway down until they were at the view from halfway down. It's too late. They already jumped, right? It's too late now. And that's, that's sort of something you never really get to think about, right? You think the end is somebody jumping off the bridge. No, the end is when, not to get too dark, but you hit the bottom. And it's a very compelling, interesting uh, concept when you address the view from halfway down. And in that poem, that is when the character regrets the decision to jump. When they are at the view from halfway down, when it's too late to change their mind. But now they see the light and see 
I shouldn't have done this. And I thought, wow, that's really compelling to me. Uh, So the theme there, right, is to really make it simple and boring sounding, don't commit suicide, right? Life has value. Keep living. Yeah, things may get tough, uh, but that doesn't mean we should end it all. And so that's a theme, right? So in summary, I know the last couple of podcasts have been long, so I'm going to try to make this not super long. I want to respect your time. And we're already past 30 minutes again. This is probably the longest streak of plus 30 minute podcasts. Sorry about that. Although let me know. Uh, email me if you'd like them being this long. So we have setting, characters, plot, story arc, conflict, and theme. All things worth considering. Especially if your song is a story. Even if it is not specifically a story, you are still taking the listener on a form of journey. So all of these are still things worth considering because all of your songs are going to have at least some of these concepts. Conflict is going to be pretty much every song. Theme is going to be a lot of songs, at least. Uh, You could argue every song. Uh, Plot is something that you're uh, in some form always going to have. Usually you think of plot as like actual like time moving forward. Um, and your song, your whole song might be just something that takes place all like in, in your own head, right? Like it's your own thoughts. It's not telling a story. There is no like first this happened, then this happened. It's all just like you dealing with stuff in your head, right? So in a sense, there's no plot, but it's still a type of plot in that it's a journey, right? Because you probably still are going from some form of A to B, even if no time passes. Um, And characters are pretty much always going to have. So really, setting is the only one that um, isn't going to show up in pretty much every song. Um, But even that is common to show up in songs, even if it looks a little different in songwriting than it usually does in a movie book or something else. My voice is dying. (laughs) So, I'm going to wrap up. If you haven't, go check out my free guide, 10 Ways to Start Writing a Song. It will help get you inspired if you're not. It will help re-inspire you if you've lost some and... If you're doing fine in the inspiration department, you know what? It's always better to have more tools at your disposal and more ways, learn more ways to start writing a song, more ways to continue writing a song, more uh, perspectives to have when writing a song, which that will give you. Songwritertheory.com slash free guide. Link will be in the description as always. Thank you for being a listener. If you like this podcast, go leave a review, please. It helps me massively. I appreciate all of you. I appreciate how I see the downloads going up every month. I shouldn't watch the stats as much as I do, but it's super exciting. And uh, go grow our family. If you know somebody that also could benefit from this podcast, tell them about it. Send them a link. Send them a link to the blog, even, um, which is songwritertheory.com. Shocking, right? Um, That way we can grow our family. I will talk to you next week.